Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to the Extra Sauce Podcast. It's my fancy sauce. I want some fancy sauce. Yeah. I'm not done using it. With the czar of sauces, Greg Hill. It is solo sauce this week as Greg is spreading the sauce all over England. I am back here at the beautiful uh, studios in Brighton with your Extra Sauce podcast this week, which is brought to us by Rodenheiser. Nice people. Great service over there at Rodenheiser. And uh, today, since it's a solo sauce, I found this a great opportunity to uh, do the interview with one of my idols, one of my nerdiest idols ever, as uh, you may or may not know, I am a huge Star Trek fan, especially the original series, and the man himself, William Shatner, Captain James Tiberius Kirk, is going to be at the Hanover Theater in Worcester next Tuesday, April 3rd. Uh, they will show a screening of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, and then Mr. Shatner himself will have a Q&A session after the movie. So all of the nerdiest questions you could possibly think of, he may be able to answer that night. I was fortunate enough to get, uh, fortunate enough to get him on the phone uh, for this interview. And yes, I am wearing uh, adult diapers for this whole thing because I'm just basically wetting myself while I'm talking to him. But Mr. Shatner was very, very gracious here. So here we go. It's uh, Solo Sauce with the man, Captain Kirk. William Shatner. Mr. Shatner, how are you, sir? Really well. What about yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. A pleasure and an honor to have you on today. Thank you for saying that. Um, I have to preface this by saying I am one of those people. I am a Trekkie, and I will do my best to keep my composure throughout this interview. I'm not going to hold that against you. Oh, uh, Thank you very much, sir. I'm very excited that you're coming to uh, beautiful Worcester, Massachusetts. And so am I. Uh, I, I love that whole area. Uh, I've played summer theater one time or another uh, over the years, and uh, I'm an admirer of the whole area. Yeah, and the beautiful Hanover Theater. It's a great place to, uh, to see the movie and to have you uh, do the Q&A for Wrath of Khan. Have you, have you, like, how, how many times have you done this before? Not this tour. Uh, I haven't. Oh, so this uh, is the first. To you. I, haven't, I've, I haven't done it. Oh. Uh, a company did uh, uh, play it in, in, in some theaters, uh, and I recorded an interview. I was on film, uh, and they played that film. But I've never, I've never, I haven't been on stage with this, following this film yet. So I don't know. Uh, you know, usually after half a dozen performances, it settles into a routine, and you can judge what people are asking what they're interested in and i have no idea what's going to happen all i know is that it, it's a terrific film people uh, love this film and uh i'm preparing myself to talk about the film now many have said that this is the best star trek film so far ever do you agree with that and and if not which one do you do you 
think is the best. Uh, well, apparently, uh, that's what I, I keep hearing. Um, uh, my favorite is Star Trek V. I thought that was brilliant. Mm, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, Harv Bennett, one of the, he was, I think he was one of the producers for Wrath of Khan. Yes, he was. Um, he, I was reading uh, uh, Mark Altman's 50-year mission book about, uh, about the, uh, the show and the movies, and, and he said, and I'm paraphrasing here, that he thinks it did so well and it was such a great movie because it was a motion picture made like a television episode. That I, I think that's very valid. Uh, when the first movie was made, and it was called The Movie, uh, by Robert Wise, who was a renowned director, um, uh, legendary director, really. Uh, he uh, directed the first film, and for a variety of reasons, was rushed and uh, things went wrong, and it, uh, he didn't have time to perfect the film. In any case, it didn't do that well in, in, in the beginning. Subsequently, it's made money, but it wasn't received um, in glowing terms. And so the the management at uh, Paramount had decided to, uh, uh, that was it, and they wouldn't make any more. Apparently, the head of the studio, uh, his wife, said, you've got to, who was a fan, who, who, who had been a fan of Star Trek, said, you've got to make another film. And that's when they handed it over to the television people, and uh, Harv Bennett being among them. And they made it for a, they did two things. One is they went back to the original concept of having a decent story, mm-hmm. uh, and then they made it cheaply uh, with you know less special effects and more character and all that kind of thing. And so the 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 uh, the subsequent uh, movies, uh, to one degree or another, contained that those themes of character development and, and plot and, and all the classical ways of telling a dramatic story. I think that's what made the original series so great, in my humble opinion, is that the characters were so great. And um, a- absolutely. I think that's why Wrath of Khan has really stood the test of time, because you had such great characters. You had the the original series cast, uh, and you had Ricardo Montalban as Khan, who was just amazing in that role. And he was... He was apparently in a lot. He was in a lot of pain while he made that movie, wasn't he? He was amazing in the role, and I got to know him a little bit. And I'll talk about that uh, on stage. Um, some of the hmm, um, unique—well, not unique. What's a good word? Uh, <laughs> rather coincidental. Uh, my, my coincidental knowledge of him from early on. Uh, I had seen him dance in a musical and why i remembered him uh... as a uh, as a young uh, as an adolescent had come to new york and why i remembered this guy dancing in, in i think in the chorus or certainly he didn't have a huge role in that musical. i don't even remember the name of the musical but i remember seeing him and noting uh... uh... uh this talent and then seeing that talent on screen over the years as he played the latin lovers and all uh, he was really good, and then when I met him and and uh, saw his performance on on screen, I realized he he was a terrific actor. He, he might have been a, a terrific classical actor, for that matter, uh, who got caught up in the Latin lover genre. But uh, the the way he played 
uh, his role uh, of Khan uh, showed you the 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 imagination and the depth of uh, him as an actor. I think in that particular version of Khan, only he could make it as dramatic and just uh, you know take it to uh, just so he's at the edge, not over the edge, but right at the edge. I, like I agree. Yeah. Of course, you don't know what the edge is. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're not quite sure, but. Um, he he was amazing. It now I don't know if you if you've seen uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's Con and if you're willing to make a comparison there. Uh, Cumberbatch doing Con what? Oh yeah, he was in uh, Into Darkness. You may may or may not have seen that one. One of the no, new... I didn't. Yeah, okay. I just want to know if you want to. Uh, compare... and, and they brought they 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 brought up Con as a character. Uh, yes, they did, sir. They he was uh, he played Con. Not I have to say, not as well as 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 Mr. Montalban, but without the flair that uh, that uh, Ricardo had. Uh, he was. Uh, let's just say he couldn't. Uh, he went over the edge. Let's just say instead of oh, teetering on like Montalban did. No, he couldn't uh-huh. do it like Montalban did it. So well, when you go over the edge, <laughs> yeah, that's right, sir. That's right. It's hard to know where the edge is in <laughs> science fiction. <laughs> That's the great thing about science fiction. And uh, I now was it true? I don't know if you knew this. Roddenberry's original idea for the second movie was the Enterprise uh, trying to go back in time because the Klingons had somehow taken over the Earth, and the Enterprise crashes in Canada, which makes John in the '60s, which makes John F. Kennedy cancel his trip to Dallas, and there was supposedly a scene with Kirk arguing with JFK on how he should still take his trip to Dallas to ensure that history stayed. Where did you hear? That's a new one on me. Where did you hear that? Again, that was from Mark Altman's book called The 50-Year Mission. It's, well, it's, Mark is very good, and, and a, I'm sure he wouldn't write something that he hadn't heard, but I've never heard that one. Yeah. You telling me that is brand new to me. Wow. Yeah, that would have been interesting. I guess it was shot down because... Uh, Spock had to actually take the shot that killed JFK to ensure history stayed the Holy same. Cats. And the studio was like, uh-uh, no way. That's not happening yeah, at all. No, that, that, that's very imaginative, though. Yeah, that was Roddenberry. That was Roddenberry's uh, original treatment before he turned it over to uh-huh. uh, the studio. So I don't know if you had known that. I guess not. No, uh, and Roddenberry was known to, uh, to take uh, story pitches and make them his own. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty amazing. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll get right back to our conversation with William Shatner, the greatest ever, right here on Extra Sauce. Rodenheiser is growing and actively seeking to hire teams of experienced HVAC and plumbing technicians as well as electricians right now. They offer endless benefits, full health and dental insurance, a generous 401k plan, three weeks paid time off, and even tuition reimbursement. So what can you do? How about heading over to Rodenheiser.com to apply now? R-O-D-E-N-H-I-S-E-R. Quit your job and start a career with Rodenheiser. And now, let's get to the show. If I may ask, are you you're 87, is that correct? Uh I will be in a couple of weeks. So, and you not only are you doing this tour with uh with Wrath of Khan, but you've also uh Aliens Ate My Homework just came out and you voice a character in that. You're working with now you're working with NASA. You have your name on I'm a I'm working with NASA on a variety of projects. Yeah. Uh I'm doing two albums uh 
uh, country music album with Jeff Cook of Alabama. I'll record that in April, and I've just finished uh, my work on an offbeat uh, Christmas album. We're now bringing another artist to accompany me, uh, so that'll be available uh, Christmas of this year. And a variety of other things, uh, a, a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, I'm working with companies like uh, a Solar Alliance for Solar Power, uh, an electric uh, bike company called Pedago, P-E-D-I-G-O, and, and a virtual reality company uh, called Ziva. Uh, all advanced companies uh, uh, working on the edge. Um, uh, that and a variety of other projects that uh, uh, if they come to uh, light, uh, like so many projects are hovering in the twilight until they're okayed, if any of them come out, it'd be uh, uh, really extraordinary. Now, at 87, no no thought of slowing down, if not retiring? Like You've made your mark on this planet, sir. You, the world knows who you are, and and uh, you know movies and and other and other things. Your your albums. Um, any thought to slowing down at all? <laughs> well, uh, well I, I don't think anybody consciously slows down and says, "Well, I better not walk as fast." I think what taking over is gravity. Uh, uh, so I I I can't run the hundred yards as fast as I did. My 10.1 is now, you know, 11.3. Right. Um, but uh, slowing down, like don't think, uh, I've still got the, most of the marbles. Somewhat chipped, <laughs> but the marbles are still there. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And I'm really glad to hear you're still making music because I love uh, Making music and making entertainment, and certainly uh, on that evening in Worcester, I'm... Uh, I'm, I'm going to have an, uh, uh, an unusual time with your audience, and I hope you'll be there because oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it could, it'll be a great deal of fun. I know that. Okay. Does that mean you're going to do a song or two? No. Oh, okay, I, I okay. Won't, I won't do a song Because I got many requests, sir. I mean, you know. Yeah, uh, well, requests are good. Uh, <laughs> but no, I won't be singing, but I'll be answering questions and trying to... Uh, Remember things that uh, w- that I haven't spoken of before, and uh, true, you know, things that happened on the film or around the film, and and anything people want to know. But uh, I presume it'd be mostly around the, the making of uh, of uh, the film. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Shatner, again, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. A Thank- pleasure to have talked to you. Thank you very and much I hope for I taking see the time. You, uh, that evening you will definitely see me there at the hanover theater that's april 3rd william shatner a showing of star trek wrath of khan and a question and answer session a pleasure to talk to you thank you sir thank you bye-bye oh my god my pants are tight Uh thank you very much for listening to the uh, extra sauce podcast the solo sauce this week as i like to call it greg will be back next week And uh, we'll have another episode of Extra Sauce, which is brought to us by Rodenheiser. Nice people. Great service. Don't forget, you can get Extra Sauce on Google Play, on Stitcher, on iTunes. Don't forget to please give us a rating. Please give us a rating. And please give us a good rating if you can. All right? Give us a good rating and uh, make sure you subscribe to the Extra Sauce podcast. Thank you for listening.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.